the terrifying world of monsters, all roads lead to the graveyard. For it is here that the werewolves prowl, the witches cast their evil spells, and the vampires rise from the dead. Or at least so they tell us. Tremble in despair, mortals. Gird your loins and prepare to enter Dio's world. Dun, dun, dun. Welcome back, Nick. God, Liam. I am so hyped. I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Ballantyne, the other one of the co-hosts. This is our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast, special season Dio's world. Oh, it's, it's so dark. <laughs> so vampiric. Today we watch the 77th. Nope. The <laughs> 72nd episode of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, the 46th episode of uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 3 Stardust Crusaders, and the 20th, 22nd episode of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 3 Stardust Crusaders Season 2 Battle in Egypt. It covers uh, the end of Chapter 252 through... Ch- two, uh, what is, um, I'm having a hard time with numbers today, Nick. <laughs> Look, we got to lift our game, alright? A lot has happened. Through Chapter 256 of the manga. This episode is brought to you by Harry Lyons. Harry Lyons. Lines and lines of Harry. It's like a computer thing. It's like a cocaine thing. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Harry, but- if you're listening to this, thank you for your support. If you're not listening to this, you should probably check your credit card statement because clearly something's gone awry there. Yeah, something's a bit weird now. Harry. Harry. It's lying to Can I talk to, to you, you for a second? Oh. Thank you. Now get out of my house. <laughs> Get out of my world. Nick. Yes. Preliminary thoughts. On, no, shut up for a second. Okay. I want to share you with you. You know exactly where I was going, didn't I? I want to share with you some mm. words of wisdom from our friend <gasps> Hirohika Araki. No. The last author's note of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 3 Stardust Crusaders. <gasps> oh my god. Here we go. Now, if you recall last time, he told us the first half of a ghost story. Yes, the one that was basically going to go nowhere. Mm. It was very odd. Continued from last volume. The female ghost floated across the room. Standing beside my bed, she looked down at me with a blank expression. I thought to myself, I'm seeing a ghost. I thought I has no psychic powers. <laughs> that seems like something you'd see on a picture of a cat on the internet. <laughs> I has no psychic powers. Then the next moment I thought, I'm really sleepy. I don't want to deal with this right now. As if she knew what I was thinking, the ghost expression turned to sadness and she slowly disappeared. Man, that's creepy. That's really creepy. It's like the little girl from The Ring is coming at you and you're like, oh, I don't want to deal with this. And she's like, oh, <laughs> she goes back in the TV. She's like, oh, fine. I'll go away. Take that. Sadako. Is that her name? Uh, I'm... Is that the girl from The Grudge? I always get confused. Because in one movie, they fuse to each, into, with each other into one, some sort of super ghost. Are you serious? Is that yes, a thing? That that's happens? a thing. It's from The Ring versus The Grudge. Oh, my God. I thought they would fight against each they other. They did for a while. And then they realised they could kill more people by... Well, they threw them both down a well together. Oh, God. Rookie error. A well? Schoolboy mistake. A well. That's where ghosts are made. Oh, my God. Nick. Yes. Preliminary thoughts on Dio's World Part 2. I am so happy with how everything is going. 
Yeah, literally every single part of this episode, I'm like, yes. Dio's really yes. glad that Dio's... Ki- uh, Nick's really glad that... I can't talk today. <laughs> I this, this is Take a second to get my head in order. Try some lyrical exercises. Try some ginkgo biloa. Try some of this fresh rum ham. Nick's really excited that Dio's killing everyone. I am so excited about everything that's going on. Just, oh, there's so many parts that I, I'm so happy with. Like, now that I know what Dio's stand is, I'm like, I knew it, and yet I didn't at the same time, but it's so good. So good! Before we get started on our recap, I also want to share with you words from uh, Naokatsu Suda, the uh, director of the Blu-ray commentaries. Mm-hmm. Or Blu-ray, the anime director. Okay. Yeah, words. <laughs> Put them in the right order. This whole episode is going to be you apologising for bad words. Yep. Like... The F word. The B word. The D word. This episode begins exactly where the last one finished, with Kakuin announcing that he's found a way to reveal the secret of Dio's stand. We follow with a flashback scene, which is always a sign of a character's imminent death. <laughs> well, he's not wrong. <laughs> Kakuin is shown in primary school with a cherry motif on the pocket of his shirt. It is one of Mr. Kato's personal touches. I think it was a good idea bringing a little originality. Hierophant Green deploys his famous web and it is beautiful. At the start, the stand didn't have this luminescent effect. We have added it afterward, and it was an immediate hit for us. Mm. Kakuin's death was, of course, a great moment. I think you can say this episode is mostly used to show Dio's might, as he's fearsome from beginning to end. The precise moment where time stops is really cool. We could have just made it simple, with only an emanation of stopped time coming from Dio, but by testing image contraction effects, the sensory enjoyment was multiplied tenfold. <laughs> it sounds like a, a robot describing stimulus. <laughs> You know, I saw this man on the street and I asked him, do you enjoy the sun? And he said, yes, the sensory enjoyment is very satisfactory. We are humans. (laughs) I'm just a supercomputer that directs anime. (laughs) It immediately pleased the special effect team, who didn't ask twice to perfect the world up to the version you know here. Nice. I like that time stop effect that we see a couple of times in this episode where mm. everything sort of bwomps. Yeah, no, I think it works really well. Yeah. Just how you get to see everything else go into this weird thing while Dio stays exactly the same. Mm. And then you immediately know, oh, that's what's up. Fun fact that our listeners would be familiar with, but Nick wouldn't. Oh? A couple of times when I've had to insert little side notes in our podcast, I've used um, the world's time stop sound effect to um, to stop the flow of the podcast and interject. Oh, oh I see how it is. <laughs> So up until now, if I go back and listen, yeah, I wouldn't have known. Like, I've done it maybe twice. It just goes, wow. <laughs> I see. I see. What? <laughs> and that's how I know you don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> but why would you? you? You lived the podcast. I was there for the podcast, man. You've got all the traumas. And none of the future knowledge. As our friend uh, Nakatsusuda told us, we pick up exactly where we left off. Oh. With Kakuin being... Oh, well, our first shot is, in fact, Dio investigating the crashed car, and we get a brief shot of the crumpled corpse of Senator Wilson Phillips. (gasps) Senator Wilson Phillips! God. He was the best of us! I'm so disillusioned. I thought he could overcome any enemy. Well, he could, until he met his match. Oh, gosh. In a vampire. All of that high school and college didn't prepare him for this. (laughs) He could beat anyone. Except himself. The irony. Yeah. And then he looks up and uh, we see uh, the first of many Spider-Man sequences of this episode. Uh, yep. As uh, Kakuin and Joseph pull themselves onto the rooftop and Kakuin looks down and does some sick sunglasses choreography and is like, I figured it out. I know how to figure out what Dio's stand does. And then begin the credits. No. 
Never mind. So they're sort of Spider-Manning through the um the Cairo skies. Literal and, uh, Spider-Manning. Dio has climbed up to, onto a tower and is watching them. And then Kakuin, Spider-Manning through the skies, is like, Oh, I'm looking at Hierophant Green. This reminds me of my childhood, where no one else could see Hierophant Green, but I could, and it made me lonely. Now, now on the one hand, I perfectly understand where he's coming from. But on the other hand, if you get told you have an imaginary friend... You don't get told you have an imaginary friend, you can see it. Well, you can get told that he is imaginary. Right. You know. And you get told, oh, but he's not real. And then you go, well, he is real, yeah, because... Check out these diamonds I can shoot. Just Emerald Splash, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, the teachers are all like, the other kids don't dislike him, but he's not really a joiner. And his mum's like, yes, he is my child, and I also do not understand him. Stares into camera. <laughs> I mean, I want to know if his loneliness is what made his stand. Because it seems to be some kind of trauma that makes... Uh, don't, I don't think so. Oh, okay, never mind. It was his intense I think the stand was the cause of his loneliness, because he couldn't yeah. relate to other people, as this True. very scene is telling us. Because he's like, ah, oh, all of my other school chums have so many friends in their books. But what if... 50, sometimes 100. But what if... Hierophant Green was his imaginary friend, and then it became his real friend, because he developed psychic powers. But also it doesn't have a personality. <laughs> Through the power of loneliness, it got lost Do along think the ever way. you played video games with Hierophant Green? Ooh. Like holding one controller and he holding the other? Hierophant Green has hands, but they're very, like... But Hierophant Green did help him play video games That's against true. Darby the Younger. Yeah. That's true. Maybe. Just a, just a bit of old F-Mega with your imaginary friend? <laughs> He loves that game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's no, oh, that's a baseball. <laughs> no, it's not, unfortunately. No Joester. Jagger. Sorry, Jagger. No Jaggers. No Jaggers. Hierophant Green would always pick March 15th, because that's when its birthday was. <laughs> Wait, I got that, that wrong. Was, that was Derby, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was making a joke about that, but, but like, I said it wrong. But would Hierophant Green know? Of course not. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> So anyway, Kakuin's all like, my parents have each other, rock stars are famous, everyone loves them, but me, no one, when will the mirror show who I truly am? Me, with Hierophant Green. <laughs> my buddy, as my shadow. No one will ever understand me. But then I met Jonaro and friends, and they, they could see it, and they could understand me. See, mum, I'm not weird. Yeah. You're weird. Now I'm just going to go across the world with these, these men that I just met. <laughs> They understand me on a deeper level. Yeah. Because they have a spiritual connection. And then, and Kakuin mum is like, son, are you joining a cult? Hey mum, I'll do what I want, man. It's like when you joined that vampire's cult. And you just start drinking other people's blood and it's really weird. Because he got the flesh butt in. Because Dio. Yeah. Wait, do they drink other people's blood if they had the flesh butt in? No. They're not vampires. Oh. Well, that's awkward because he probably tried. (laughs) Why? Well, he probably thought, yeah, I'm a vampire now. Like, no. no. No, you're just... No, he didn't. Blood. Oh, well, maybe. I mean, you know, I can't speak to... He was out in the sunlight all the time. True. When he attacked Jotaro on the stairs with that power, he could never do again. But he also didn't have any friends. He drew across the picture of Jotaro and then that cut Jotaro's leg. Oh, but what did it mean? Oh, symbolism, art. Imminent. Something. I still get goosebumps when I think about Avdol and Iggy because we're friends with a common goal and now they're dead. And soon I will be dead because I'm having a flashback, which we all know is a big death flag. It really fucking is. <laughs> so he climbs up onto this clock tower, uh, stopping very prominently next to the big clock face and is like, I'll f- he said a really weird metaphor. Did you notice this? Yes. He was like, I'll make Dio invisible to everyone. I'll figure out his, sh- his shit and make him disappear. 
Wait, I thought he was making Hierophant green invisible to everyone. Because it was always invisible before, and so now he'll no, make it th- invisible I again. I think that's what he would say if he was going to kill Jotaro and friends. <laughs> <laughs> it was invisible before, I'll be invisible again. <laughs> because no one to see me if they're all dead. Because no, then he says, I'll figure out figure out Dio's, the secret of Dio's stand and make him disappear. Weird. Weird. It was a very strange sequence of yeah. words. Yeah. Yeah. And then we cut to the opening. No. I don't like that noise. <laughs> I just want to do it once. <laughs> You've already done it. I know. Like three times. It makes me so happy. It makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> it's such a weird sound. Anyway. Anyway. Any new observances? Well, I noticed there are gears everywhere mm-hmm. that now match up with... Well, I suppose we can elaborate a bit more on all yeah. the, um, the clock... Uh, symbolism yeah. yes. imagery in the OP. Yes, now, it's, uh... now that we know that Dio's pa- power is to stop time. Yes, so apparently clocks. Clocks. Time. It still does link up with that sort of time is running out sim- uh, imagery I was it talking does, about before, yeah. but it has a second secret meaning mm. for the cool kids. Were you like the whole way through just going, oh, Nick, you only know one meaning. You only know one layer. But just wait until you find out the secret meaning. No. Oh, okay. Well, shit. All right. But yeah, a lot of gears, which yeah. I now know are the gears inside the clock tower. Or a clock in general. No, because they match up so well with it. Like, they all have the same positioning as the ones inside the clock tower. Look, I've been memorizing these gears for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Also, that good bit where Dio appears behind Jotaro, and then Jotaro's like, oh, I gotta turn around and punch you some. Hmm. Which is beautiful. That's solid. Because now we know. We know why he turns around and punches him. Ooh, now we know why he appears so suddenly. Yeah. Not just with Ooh. standard vampire teleportation, which we have established he can do. <laughs> None of this fading away bullshit. <laughs> but that... Okay, when we get to talking about the stand, remind me about that again. About what again? The teleportation. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, Polnareff and uh, Jotaro pull up on the motorcycle at the car crash and they're like, oh no, a car crash. <gasps> Oh, man. I think I know where they are, though. Jotaro looks up and is like, yeah, they're probably on the roof. (laughs) They're probably Spider-Manning it. I've got this sort of mystical connection to Dio and Joseph when I can tell they're on the roof. Hmm. Strange you can tell that they're on the roof but can't tell which building he's in. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, Dio's glowing with uh, Super Saiyan energy. (laughs) Yep. At this point, he's literally just a Super Saiyan. (laughs) Fun fact about this, this energy stuff. Yeah. Happens during this battle. Yeah. And I don't think ever again. Oh no, I tell a lie. There are some some similar but much much more muted mm. stylistic things in part four. Is it just evil energy? Is I guess it? so, yeah. Wait, in part if, four? Does Dio come back in part no, four? No, I, oh. I mean in general. Oh, okay. Keep up, Nick. So there's just this weird energy stuff that occasionally just happens. Yeah. That they're like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm emanating some kind of energy. Sure. Who cares what it is, but I'm emanating Stand it. power. Resolve. Resolve. Yeah. Determination. Glowing with resolve and brute force. Sure. So Dio's up there, he's glowing with energy, he's basically flying too. Basically flying, or is flying. I'm pretty sure he's meant to be doing sick vampire leaps, but he's basically just flying. Yeah, he's literally flying. I mean, I don't think he's literally flying. I think he is. Okay. He's a vampire, he can hover, so. That's true, you got me there. Yeah. So he's all, ah yes, I see now. Kakuin and Joseph are in front of me and that must mean they've split up and the other two are going to attack me from behind but that's useless because I'm Dio Muda Muda Oh Muda Muda mate <laughs> So he's flying along mm-hmm. and he comes to land on this building and he seems to sort of 
hit a tripwire or something. Yeah, it's like this invisible thing. Invisible strand of energy that binds us like the force. Ooh, like not midichlorians. Or maybe it is midichlorians. I don't know where I'm going with any of this. No. I like the Can last you just challenge. like try and be a little coherent for <laughs> no, me? No, no, I can't. This is how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> I also liked The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi was great. Had those creatures that Luke milked. They were champions. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked the, um, just every single plot twist. How it was like a five minute break and then another plot twist where you go, oh, so we're doing this now. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. It's a good film. Good film. Yeah. Good fish. A good little goblin creature that liked gold. Oh man, so many little things that just enjoyed life. <laughs> so, um, he, ships, he trips this tripwire, this midichlorian tripwire, mm. and then all these diamonds start shooting at him. Emeralds, emeralds splash. Huh, how convenient. That and emeralds. he's like, what? Kakuin's around here. And he, he does Dragon Ball Z movements with his wrists and blocks them. Just bats them away. Yep. He's all like, I'm a vampire, I'm really fast. Yeah. And then he, he jumps away again and his shoulder brushes another one and more diamonds. Huh. And that happens a few more times and he's sort of increasingly losing his composure in the flurry to block all these attacks. It's a very uh, quick moment. It and doesn't then, last that long. Yeah. Then before long he manages to stop perfectly and he perceives with his, his special eyes <laughs> that um, <laughs> he's surrounded on all sides by strands of stretched out hierophant green. It's like the taily bit. Forever. <laughs> yeah. And he he's like sort of standing on this round roofed building. Yeah. And then suddenly, directly in front of him, Kakuin is standing atop this radio tower being like, yes, it is I, Kakuin. And uh, Virtuous Pope plays for one last time. It's kind of like a, like a ninja battle where they're both on top of like... Oh, also he kicks them at a billboard and that billboard's going to fall in a moment. That's important. It is. Yes. But, yeah, but anyway, like, ninja battle. They're on like <laughs> the two things on top of towers and they're like, I will attack you. Yes, I will slash you with my sword and then sheath it. And then you'll be like, I won. And then I'll be like, no, you're already dead. And then your torso will slide off your legs. I was wrong. How ironic. <laughs> Fist of the North Star. The only person I couldn't save was myself. Uh, I should have punched myself first. Anyway. Um, so, um, Kakuin's doing his, his big dramatic monologue. He's doing a hard sell for the Logie. Um, I was alone and then I wasn't. No, not that. Oh, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. You're bad. You're surrounded for 20 meters in every direction by Hierophant Green's barrier of tendrils. They can sense your movements and the worlds. And if you touch them, they'll shoot emerald splashes at you. I mean, I'm in a bit of a conundrum. But I'm really not Kakuin because I'm a vampire with some special powers. Yeah. So he says um, that that billboard starts. It's like almost like a Western. They're staring each other down. Then that billboard falls and Kakuin's like, take this 20 meter radius emerald splash. And I guess all of the barrier starts shooting emerald splash at him. And there's no way he can possibly escape. Perfect sphere of incoming attacks. Mm. So he says, um, fool. You shall soon know the world's power is indeed the power to reign over the world. And Kakuin's like, what? <laughs> I literally sat there going, come the fuck. Can I you just... get a copy editor, dear? Can you just, like, specificity is important, okay? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, he shouts out, the world. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think translates to the world. Yep. But we never That's a very know. mimetic phrase. Have you ever heard that before? What? The world? Yeah. No? You, you might have seen it written down, um, Z-A space W-A-R-U-D-O. Zawaldo? Zawarudo. <laughs> that oh, was a dude. meme for a while. Was it? Yeah. 
That was a meme. Yeah. Wow. People really love Dio. <laughs> Don't they? Oh, damn. We return to this scene later and see what happens. But for now, he just shouts out the world. And just disappears. And suddenly, yeah, disappears. And Kakyoin is blown across the skyline. Dio is somehow in a different place. Dio is where Kakyoin was. And Kakyoin is now flying towards a water tower, which he crashes into with some force. He has a hole in his torso. And not a small hole. Like a solid, like, cake-sized hole. Well, I mean, let's be real. It's the size of a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure character's fist, which is like four the size fists, of a like, small pumpkin. Yes. <laughs> it's like four human fists on top of one another yeah. <laughs> to form like one mega fist. Straight through the torso. So he's smashing into this water tower. He's looking down in his body and he's like, what the hell just happened? And his blood is intermingling with the water that's spraying out of the tower. He's like, well, that's it. I guess that's the end of me. And now I, I die. die. Body count three. Well, he's not dead yet. He has a lot of thoughts. He thinks for a, he thinks for almost as long as Zappelli did. <laughs> well, you, you recall that? I'm dead now. But let's just recount my childhood. Yeah. And how I grew up. And how I never regretted leaving my family. You know, if there's one thing I don't regret, it's anything. <laughs> if there's one thing I, ne- I, I regret, that I never got to sleep with Jodoro's hot mum. <sighs> if there was one woman that I would... Lo- oh, my bones. <laughs> Um, yes, so he's all like, huh, I think my injuries are fatal. I can't speak, I can't even lift my fingers. Oh, I'm in so much pain. And then he's, he's looking at the clock and he's like, huh, 5.15. AM, I guess, or PM? Is Araki positing that the sun sets really early in Egypt? That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Is it winter? No, it's summer. Otherwise it'd be snowing. In Egypt? What's wrong with you? I mean, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> it's possible, right? It's possible that it would snow in Egypt. I don't think it is. Okay. I'm no climatologist, but I'm pretty sure that's far too arid an area. Maybe it is winter then. I don't know. So then maybe it is setting or it's just AM. But that means that they literally spent the entire night driving and fighting. Yeah. Like a solid almost 12 hours. Yeah. Almost 12 hours just from sundown to sunup, basically. Yeah. Let's say 5.15 p.m. Sure. That makes sense. It's almost midnight in Japan. I wonder what my parents are doing. They're probably sleeping. Sorry for upsetting you, parents. I guess you'll never know I died. I guess I won't be a hero in your eyes. Because you didn't respect my imaginary friend. And then the narrator chimes in. Kakyoin's final thoughts were not of his parents in Japan. He cared for them, but he had a puzzle to figure out. A giant Professor Layton looms over him like puzzles, Kakyoin. (laughs) Okay, alright, hang on, I've got this. Okay, let's review the evidence. So, here was my magical barrier of infinite complexity. Which can sense movements and when it's broken. I was shooting things at him from every direction. And then, he didn't rip it apart strand by strand, but all at once. Hmm. Not even a microsecond between them. And then he's staring at them. He's staring at the strands of barrier, which are sort of artistically fluttering through the sky. For only him to see, I guess, because no one else can see stands. Yeah. So then he keeps looking back and forth at the clock. And the strands. And he's like, huh. not even a microsecond. Huh. Strange that I'd use that by this clock. Yeah, clocks. What a clock symbolize. Cl- clock. T- <gasps> I've oh. got it. I've figured it out. I've cracked the case. And now I and die. die. <laughs> And Joseph is nearby being like, oh no, Kakuin. He's going to die if I don't hurry the fuck up. And then he's, he, he goes to Hermit Purple over there and then all of a sudden Dio's behind him and is like, oh, I'm going to kill you, Joseph. It's going to be great. 
So Joseph is like, okay, I oh, need and to. And he shows his um neck wound and is being like, taking the blood of a Joe star would be the perfect way to heal my neck wound. <laughs> what a dick move. Anyway, so you were saying. Um, yeah, so then he's like, well, time for the classic Joe star maneuver. Run away. Yep. So then he runs away. Well, no, he doesn't run away yet. Oh. Because we, we come back to Kakuin thinking about time some more. He's not dead yet. And he's like, I have to tell them the terrifying truth or they'll all die. And then back, cut back to Joseph and Dio bantering. And <laughs> it's a bit, more, a bit less casual than that, I guess. Um, yeah, it's, all, it's a bit more like, I'll defeat you. I'll make my dead grandma happy again. Who, her? Why he calls her that, oh, arena, that country girl. Ha, ha. I'm a vampire. Anyway, time to drink your blood and kill you. And then... He goes to attack Joseph. Mm-hmm. We cut back to Hierophant Green, mm-hmm. who Kakuin calls up Hierophant Green. Yep. He splooshes some emerald splashes around in his hand, but then Kakuin coughs up a heap of blood and he collapses. He can't do it. No, he can't do he it. He doesn't have the energy. He's, he's too far gone, Nick. He's in the death throes. Oh, how will Joseph ever figure out the time thing? I don't know. How did he destroy the ultimate being of the universe? Luck. With logic. <laughs> no, it was luck. Oh, okay. It just so happened to be there. When yeah, the Joseph made his YouTube channel so that he could destroy cars with logic. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I know you guys are listening to the whole flat earth theory. A lot thing. of those pillar men out there will tell you <laughs> that humans are just cattle. Well, this is what I have to say. Humans are better. Yeah, look, I can, <laughs> I can punch this watermelon with the power of the sun. Look, I can even lift this rock. <laughs> hey kids. If you guys all stay off drugs, I'll rip this phone book in half. <laughs> Young Joseph, YouTube oh, celebrity. Um, what a man. He summons his strength, shoots one more emerald splash, and then immediately dies. And then the energy that he was simultaneously glowing in in this whole sequence also goes out. Ooh. Because he's dead. He's, he's hella dead. And the screen text informs us that Kakyoin is dead. So Dio, I think at that point, is like, what the hell? Well, is he- the emerald splash, it goes off. Oh, yeah. The emerald splash goes off. And it hits the clock. And Smash, Dio, smashes the hand specifically. And Dio just kind of looks at it and goes, the hell, man? He wow. wasn't even aiming in the right direction. Noob. What the fuck? Like, good job, idiot. God. Cut. You're never going to bit kill a vampire like that, Kakuin. Oh, I guess now you never will. Whoops. <laughs> and then he um, he does that thing where you um, you lick your finger and then, like, make a tally mark. <laughs> one point for Dio. <laughs> <laughs> That's one nil if anyone's keeping count. Well, I am. Really one two, because Vanilla Ice got two. And... <laughs> For a while, we thought our whole horse had one, but that didn't stick. <laughs> oh, man. There are a few stand users along the way that could have gotten one. Turns out fire doesn't work that way. <laughs> what? Well, Jotaro was going to die to a stand Oh, user. right. Yes. <laughs> and then fortune. fire yes. didn't work that way. <laughs> Sorry, that took me a minute. <laughs> it was just his jacket that was on fire. He dug underground. God, our listeners can't see how angry I am. <laughs> just how despondent I look when <laughs> we mention that scene. And Joseph's all, well, Kakuin wouldn't do something pointless like that at a time like this. He's a sensible boy. He was a good young lad. Yeah. He was top of his class. So why would he do that? Anyway, gotta run. Spider-Man away with vines and magic powers. Oh, actually, before he, um, before he runs away, he tries to kill Dio with um, Hermit Purple and some Ripple, but it doesn't take. Oh, no, it doesn't. He decides to swing some vines around him and pump them full of sun energy, but I guess Dio just sort of breaks out of it. Yeah, Dio's like, you idiot, you have such a weak stand. Nah, mate, this isn't happening. Yeah, and just... He flies away. 
And he's like, fool, your stand is the weakest stand and my stand is the strongest stand. I won't let you get away. This is like a literal paper to your rock situation. You're the rock, by the way, because you're an idiot with no brain. Oh, and paper beats rock. Yeah, and paper you can write down words on because I'm intelligent. Words like important messages, like his stand can stop time. Exactly. This analogy is breaking down. <laughs> so he's flying and Dio, oh, he's swinging around yep. and Dio's chasing him. And he's oh, like, and uh, Jotaro and Kakuin, sorry, Jotaro and Polymer have climbed up to another building being like, look, there's Joseph. Dio's chasing him. Where's Kakuin? Anyway, back to the action. We have a close-up of Jotaro's face being like, hmm. It would have been great if they were up there and Polaref was doing all that commentary and then it cut to um, Jotaro and he just had that drink from when he was fighting Darby. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, hmm. You know, that's how he wins the fight is that he just gets the drink. He's like, what? How did you get that drink? I don't know I'll never tell you. He stops time. He's like, there's nothing on him. Where did he get the drink from? But I need to know. And then he just dies. And then he comes close and he he elapses those five seconds trying to solve the puzzle and then Star Platinum just breaks his neck. <laughs> so good. Anyway. Um, so we go back to Joseph swinging. Yeah, and he's, he's, inter he's interior monologuing. He's like, what was Kakuin trying to tell me? Did he solve the mystery? All right, audience, let's work this out together. All right, Wally Watchers. <laughs> See if you can find him. TikTok. He's TikTok. In, well, he's in the morgue, so um, <laughs> let's return to the mystery of stop time. It's become a lot less uh, family friendly since last season. <laughs> so he's destroyed the clock's hands with his final act. Clocks. Clocks. He's what clock happens hands. to a clock when you destroy its hands? TikTok goes the clock. He's the hands are gone. Stop the clock. Stand. Stop all the clocks. Stop the world. Oh, yeah. Dio's the world. So Joseph is, um, Joseph, in his grief for Kakuine, is reciting that one poem from Four Weddings and a Funeral. <laughs> Stop all the clocks. Cut off the telephone. Prevent the dog from barking with a juicy bone. And then he's like, wait a minute. Stop the clocks. Oh my god, time! Dio, the clock, stop the world. The world stop the clock. Okay, now we're just saying words. Everything's piecing together, Liam. So he realises that the world has the power of time. Time stoppage. Time, Liam. Time. I got it right, Liam. Kind of. Alright. Um, In a very vague way. So this way. seems like an appropriate time to delve into this. This is our Jojo Valet note for the world. Mm -hmm. This is the stand I designed first as a boss to contrast with Star Platinum's colour and other traits. By countering Star Platinum's super speed with time, sp time stop, we get a battle between two characters with similar abilities. Huh. So he actually had it all planned out from the start. Like on this stand. Yep. Uh, he played us like a damn fiddle. God damn. Araki, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Um, the Castlevania boss, Zephyr, what? has the power of uh, time control. Um, yep. And uh, one of his vocal phrases in Japanese is the same thing that Dio shouts before stopping time. Oh? As a reference to the popular anime character, Dio. What does he say? Uh, so well, it's Japanese, so it's uh, Tokiwo Tomare, which, uh, as you can see, is commanding time to stop. So time it's time, stop. object of sentence, stop. Verb. <laughs> Exclamation point punctuation. Yeah. Nice. That is actually fucking hilarious. Yeah. Well, Dio was a very influential character. Yeah, um, no, I didn't realise just how big it was. And there's a whole thing that we'll get to um, 
probably in a couple of weeks' time about just the extent to which this this particular combat encounter became mimetic for a while. Wow. Okay. All right. So, Nick, while we are taking this diversion into your guess and your correctness, yes. jo- JoJo's World listeners want to know. Oh, God. Here we go. Were they just like, Nick's actually going to get this right? What the fuck, Nick? Is he cheating? I'm amazed my bullshit logic actually worked. Jake, aka Vitamin Detai, uh-huh. patron, says Nick is getting really specific with his world, the world prediction there. Wait, in what way was I being specific? You basically said exactly what it was. Oh, right. <laughs> Blooper Boy says, I am both impressed and scared. <laughs> Guys, it all just follows perfect logic, okay? We had space, we had elements, and then it's just time. It wasn't a perfect, you know, combatant to star platinum. And then uh, followed up, well, okay, yeah, in one version of his guessing, he got it completely right. <laughs> oh, man. And finally, um, Patty of uh, Twin Humanities yep. says, uh, I'm shook. <laughs> Nick's suggesting that the world is just another star platinum has destroyed me. I'm so proud of him. <laughs> Literally grinning ear to ear in public like a mental case. The most on point predicting he has ever done. For the most important battle. And then later, yeah. oh my god, Nick, maybe Dio Stan is to do with time. I'm so proud of him. <laughs> Gif of Flanders squealing at purple drapes. <laughs> I am so pleased that I brought so much joy to people's so lives. Nick, yes. I want to know as well, d- did you have any metatextual knowledge informing no, your guesses? No, of course was- not. I've been staying clean this entire time. I just thought it was like... There's no other possible thing you can one-up than, oh, I eat myself to get out of the universe. <laughs> At that point, I was like, how the actual shit do you do it? So is it going to be like super speed that's already been done a hundred times? <laughs> because it's going to be another star platinum in every possible sense. <laughs> or it was going to be something insane, like time stopping. And I was like, well, it'll probably be time, you know? Although the one thing I haven't gotten was like, what the hell is the weakness? Because if you can stop time, you win. That That's it. <laughs> like... <laughs> well, that's what this episode seems to imply. Yeah. So there must be some kind of, like, cooldown or something, but, like, then it's just going to be really dumb. So, like... Okay, I, I will speak about this. Um, okay. It's never really elaborated on, like, what the, the quote-unquote cooldown is of, yeah, of, I was... of the power, but there, there does appear to be something of that nature because otherwise, you it know... just constantly... There's no it. difference between being able to stop time for five seconds... Over and over and over again, yeah. or being able to stop time forever. Yeah, because the thing is, I was thinking there'd be like a countdown that he would do. Is like, aha, now I'm going to run away for 40 seconds. No, it's never really elaborated on oh, like okay. that. So then the only countdown we're going to get is when he's in the world. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hope there's a countdown. That'd be fun. Because he was already kind of doing it this episode. Well, we'll get to that in due course. Oh, oh, oh. So yes, time stop, blah, blah, blah. I'm so pleased. I'm so pleased with how this has gone. Joseph is running away. Oh, and we get the um, the flashback to Kakuin's death from Dio's perspective. So basically he stops time with oh, the and world. As he stops it, uh, everything sort of pulses like in, in a, a rainbow. Yeah, there's like a field. rainbow pulse that changes everything to like grey and mute. Yeah, and um, as he's doing it, as he was calling out the world that one time, mm. uh, we got some ominous katakana on screen, which I'm pretty sure was the boom sound of him calling out the world, but was just translated as doom, which I thought was quite apt. <laughs> yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> if you can stop time, everyone else is fucked. Yeah. So, so he stops time. Mm-hmm. Casually takes off his cape. Yeah, well, he's got time to spare and he's an asshole. Yeah. So. 
He has to do it. Did Had you noticed that after that particular Emerald Splash thing, his cape was gone? Yes, I did. And I was like, oh, he must have just like done a JoJo's costume change. <laughs> the thing I like, though, is that the cape He stops. throws it away and then, yeah, it goes it like stops a meter. Air. And then yeah. that's also for reasons that aren't really elaborated on. That's also a running thing. Well, no, I mean, it makes sense that once he stops influencing it, it stops. Right. So that's a perfect way of showing like, okay, once it goes away, then it stops. Sure. Yeah. Because it comes back later as well. Yeah, old... that's what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah. He casually pushes her through the strands of the barrier and kind of flies on over to um to Kakuin. And uh, He's like, well, Kakuin. Anyway, this is the world. You can't see me or feel me right now, but I'm going to kill you. Hey, buddy, guess what? You're dead. And then All right. The world just shoves his hand right through him. Yeah. And then Gets the... up in those guts. Some blood comes out and then stops. Yep. Because time's frozen. It's like, oh, you don't even realise you've been killed. You don't know that you're already dead. <laughs> and then Kakuin explodes. Uh, yeah. And then we uh, unfreeze time. And he goes flying and Tia's like, winks at the camera. Yeah, that's right. I can stop time, bitches. <laughs> so Joseph's running and he's like, oh my God, I've got the message that Kakuin died to send. I did it. But he's he's too dangerous. I'm in a real sticky wicket right now. Can we quickly... I wish Joseph still talked like part two dub Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why do you? Why do you want to go back to part two? He was a different Joseph back then. But it was so, he's such a good voice. That's true. Uh, can we do a quick diversion? Yeah. Can we time stop into this nonsense with the fucking every other time he's used it? What are you getting at? Okay. All right. So the three times we've seen it used in any other context, mm-hmm. right? Was uh, talking to whole horse. Yep. In the infamous shooting Dio chapter. Indeed. Uh, the classic section of Polnareff on the stairs. Yep. And, uh, Nukasaku opening the coffin. Yeah. Now. So. Three problems. So. <laughs> three problems out of three. <laughs> so one. One of the reasons I was like, maybe it's not time with Polnareff on the stairs is because I thought, oh, well, it wouldn't be so dumb as he just walks down the stairs, lifts him up, puts him down, and then runs back up, mm-hmm. right? But that, I mean, okay, it's not really a problem. It perfectly ties into the fact he's an arsehole. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he only has, what, like five seconds to do it? But it's anime time, you know? Yeah, I guess, yeah. But it's such a dumb thing to do to just yes. be like... And yeah. then so resume the and... exact same position. Yeah, just to be like, hey, Polnareff, hey, Polnareff, stop fucking submitting to me. Stop submitting to me. Stop... Oh, look you at think you. that's bad? Consider how he would have had to get around whole horse without breaking those cobwebs. Yeah, well, that's the other thing is that all the cobwebs were everywhere... So how did he get around? He them? either moved whole horse and then put him back in position, or there's also, there's a good comic gif thing where mm. it's like very cartoony, where someone's um done how they imagine it went, and that does include him running down to move Polnareff. But in the whole horse variation, he crawls through his legs. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he like moves the couch because it has no cobwebs on it, mm-hmm. and then goes around it, puts the couch back. I, mean, I, I would have thought he would just move whole horse. Mm, yeah, no, but he was sitting down. Oh no, it was an armchair, wasn't it? Mm. But he'd have to get to whole horse first. Who's right behind him with a gun to his head? That's true. Yeah. All right. Maybe he just crawled under the chair. <laughs> or floated, rather. Yeah. yeah. Or did his vampire teleportation, maybe? Yeah. So then, the only other problem I have... Nukasaku? Nukasaku. Sure. Now, they were basically like, oh, so you didn't kill us back then. Later in the episode, he's like, you didn't kill us because you can only do it for so long. Yeah. But the thing is... He had plenty of time <laughs> to put a vampire into a coffin. Then close that and coffin. And then close it. Then hide. Then hide again. So maybe just like punching all four of them 
Wouldn't have taken that long comparatively. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, if you're going to rule the world, you've got to do it with style. You've got to have some fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he is an if, asshole. If you're so assured of your victory, as he certainly is, then yeah. why not enjoy it? Yeah. I guess the other problem Luxuriate in the power you have <laughs> over your opponents. Just play the mind games, you know? I suppose the other problem I have is, if time has stopped, does sunlight stop? What do you mean? Well, if sunlight has stopped, because mm-hmm. time has stopped, he could just move through, like, a window. But I think it's already lit up. But are we treating it as, like, the sunlight is there kind of thing? So as he walks through it, he just gets burned. Yes. But, like, time has stopped. Yep. So that means, t- like, the sun isn't coming in. But the light's there. It never comes up. Oh, okay, all right, fine. Okay. Anyway, fucking him. So he just literally walked down the stairs, picked up old Polly, and just. I suppose oh, so. What? Fucking. <laughs> that is ridiculous. I'm so happy. <laughs> it makes me so happy that that's how it happened. Because I was thinking it would be something like slightly more complex, you know? No. Shit. Fucking hell. All right. Yep. Just the power to stop time and murder people. Yeah. How the actual fuck are they going to combat it? Anyway. Well, speaking of combating it, uh, Joseph lands on a rooftop and then the world is immediately behind him. It goes to punch him, but then it stops. And Joseph is like, ha, can't even punch me. What are you, scared? What are you, chicken? Bork, 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 bork. Ka-chaw, ka-chaw, ka-chaw. <laughs> <laughs> and Jodoro is like, does anyone in this family know what a chicken is? <laughs> this is a story about one family, the Joestars, <laughs> and how they just tried to live their lives. And the one man who tried to rip them apart. Anyway, um, was a ukulele, all yep, right. Sure was. Uh, and Dio's like, ah, I see now. You've you've wrapped your body in hermit purple and suffused it with Hammond to protect yourself. Clever girl. So are you, Dio, you cunning motherfucker. Because you saw my special trick. And then he pulls down his shirt, much like Dio would pull down his shirt to reveal his neck scar, mm. to reveal... Purple hermit. Yep. Just covered. Yep, purple He's hermit. He's just covered in purple hermit. Uh, that's electrified. Are you deliberately Hamlet. saying that wrong? What covered in hermit purple? You were saying purple hermit. Was I? Yeah. Oh shit! He's Twice. covered in purple hermits. <laughs> ah, and they're like, nah, this is my hermitage. <laughs> Joseph's there, like, I don't know where I picked them oh, up. Oh, I've got but... a fun fact about hermits. Let me just fact check it. Um, is this going to be PC fact checking? Yeah. The hell's this fact? So a garden hermit hmm. or ornamental hermit were hermits encouraged to live in purpose-built hermitage. Hermitages, follies, grottos, or rockeries on the estates of wealthy landowners, primarily during the 18th century. Such hermits would be encouraged to dress like druids and remain permanently on site, where they'd be cared for and consulted for advice or viewed for entertainment. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm specifically looking for, for one document about garden hermits where it outlined their pay. What was it? Um... So these guys just live in some rocks and get yep. paid for it. Sure. Man, we have come so far down in society since then. You pull a bell and gain admittance. What? This sounds like some sort of Zork thing. Nick. Yes. Before you is a bell. Okay. What do you do? Obvious exits are north, south, and west. Uh, uh, pull the bell. I pull the bell. Okay. You gain admittance. The hermit is generally in a sitting posture with a table before him, on which is a skull, the emblem of mortality, an hourglass, a book, and a pair of spectacles. The venerable barefooted father, whose name is Francis, if awake, always rises up at the approach of strangers. He seems about 90 years of age, yet has all his sense to admiration. He is tolerably conversant and far from being unpolite. Okay. Garden hermits. (laughs) But 
But why? I don't know. Druidism. Just for ambient... Good times. Ambient magic. Do you reckon it's like one of those things where rich people would pay them just to sit there and be like, now look, I don't know what you're going to do, but it better be good. So they were just like, well, I'm uh, a druid. Yeah. No, I think it was the opposite of that. It's like, hey, I want someone to be like a... A weird druid guy in my land. <laughs> Who's Who needs food and money? It's like, well, I need food to live. It's like, fine, I'll give you some food, but I need a druid. Yeah, here, have this skull. <laughs> Wait, have this skull? They could also say to one of their tenants, I want you to be my ornamental her- hermit. Here is your druid costume. <laughs> <laughs> so let me guess right. They either have a skull and like a druid costume or they wouldn't get paid. <laughs> basically. I suppose so. <laughs> Anyway, I didn't. I just wanted to share that since the word hermit came up and it reminded me of it. JoJo's world, full of quality content. Are we the druids of JoJo's world? Sure. Am I the real druid of JoJo's sure. world? Sure. Yeah. You can be a druid if you want, Nick. Yay. Here's a skull. Oh my god, you actually have a skull. I mean, I'm certainly weirded out. It's just a literal skull. I'll take a photo of it for the, the Twitter. <laughs> anyway, I think we've, we've ballied around the bush for long enough. We're just going to keep the skull with us now? Shush. <laughs> oh, God. Now it's the part where I talk. Unlike all the other parts where I also talk. <laughs> so Joseph's all like, Kakuin figured out your secret. I won't let him die for nothing. And uh, he's like, he goes to attack him. And then Dio's like, nah, mate. And just smashes a chimney, causing Joseph to fall to the floor. I don't need to stop time to kill you, buddy. Yeah. And he sort of, he tries to catch himself with Hermit Purple and it works a bit, but he still falls off a roof. It's a pretty weak stand. And then... We encounter maybe the rudest people in all of yeah. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, no, I agree. It's sort of like one of those things. It's just like some young people out on the town. They're eating burgers and shit. And they're just like, oh, look, this look, old guy. Look, just... an old man fell off the roof. Let's laugh at him. <laughs> what a loser. Yeah, what are you up there staring at chicks, old man? And some girl's like, look, it's Santa. Oh, oh, that's what Santa <laughs> sounds like. Oh, oh. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> oh, he's probably dead. <laughs> and then this other guy's like, hey, do you reckon we should kill him? <laughs> that doesn't happen. I mean, it'd be pretty much just as bad as it Joseph did, gets up and starts running, and he, he once he gets his bearings and looks ahead of him, he stops, because there across the street, Jotaro's there. No Polnareff, though. No. no. Mysteriously absent. Mm, I think I know what might happen. With well, we'll get to that in two yeah, course. And yeah. Jotaro's just like, hmm. And Joseph's like, run, Jotaro, run. He's got time powers. So Dio jumps off the roof. He stops time first. In midair. Oh, he stops time in midair. And this is the first time we're seeing sort of a live, live in the moment time stop. Dun, dun, dun. Sure. <laughs> it really paints a very good picture of the sort of casual disregard he has for the well-being of anyone nearby him. Yes. Because he's walking. And when he started leaping down, this cat leapt into the air in fright. And this cat is just stuck there now. Yeah, in midair. And as he's walking past, he just sort of just sort of casually punches it such that it basically explodes. And goes into all their drinks and food. Yeah. It like so the guys who are eating burgers are now like taking bites of cat. And you're sitting there going, Oh, but the poor cat. Don't worry, the cat had a cat. And then as he keeps walking, he just sort of casually bumps one of the people who and they start to domino such that now like the woman is lighting her nose on fire with her cigarette lighter mm-hmm. and uh, one guy sticking a fork through another person's face. And and this other guy is about to fall on the ground yeah. and about to be splattered by cat blood. And, <laughs> yeah. And he just doesn't care. He doesn't even look at them. He's just like, well, Joseph. For they are but worms beneath the might of Dio. Nice. 
That's a good monologue. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was barely a monologue. That was barely a line. It had the word Dio in it. It's a monologue. <laughs> fair call. Fair point. Yeah. Um, and he keeps walking and he's like, I can only stop time for five seconds, even though it's been more than five seconds in the time I've been saying this. But we're working on different time scales here. <laughs> and he walks forward. He goes to kill Joseph. And he's like, oh, yes, right. The ripple. And he kind of goes, well. Oh, I really like the phrasing he uses here, actually. He says, um. That gave me a little trouble a hundred years ago. <laughs> you know, just just a bit. A touch. Just a mild inconvenience. You know, nothing more than a flesh wound. <laughs> say, say, all his flesh. <laughs> you know what? My head's still intact, so I give it no thought. Oh, he's got a good head on his shoulders. He does, he does. Problem so, being that he doesn't have any shoulders yeah. anymore. So. Anyway, time to kill Joseph. So he picks up a knife. Just one of the casual dining knives from that nearby set of traumatised jerks. Muda muda. And throws it. <laughs> uh, and it stops just short of entering, like... His trachea or something. His, his like, upper sternum. Yeah. Lower neck. So there's uh, a quite a famous, like, incision you can make that is, like, right where the knife is about to go. Mm-hmm. That if you cut there, it's like, that's it. They're dead. There's no way you can save them. Like, right, ever. okay. So, like, I think it's... Is it like the, the carotid artery or something? I think or so, the aorta? Yeah. yeah, I think it's one of those, yeah. Well, regardless, Joseph's not in a hospital anyway. He's fucked. Speaking of this knife throw scene, mm. I want to return to the OP for a moment. Yep. Have you noticed that one bit where Joseph is standing, arms outstretched, and one of those danger lines flies at him? Oh, does it go right there? Yeah. Oh. And similarly, Kakuin has uh, the whole bunch of lines. Yep. Oh, shit. While atop some sort of spire. Shit. Shit. And the remaining one being Jotaro with a bunch of lines. What does that mean? We'll find out soon. Anyway, uh, (laughs) time resumes after much longer than five seconds. And he's like, well, well, Muda Muda. Well, no, because everyone's immediately, obviously all the jerks immediately react to their ruined lives. And they're like, oh Uh, my God, I'm eating a cat. Karma, I guess. Um, (laughs) That's what I thought. I was like, the cat eating ones don't even seem mildly inconvenienced. They're still just munching away. Yeah, they're just like, oh man, this burger's great. Uh, But the lady is like, oh my God, I'm setting fire to myself. And it's like, oh, my cheek. Anyway, uh, and Joseph's like, oh. I'm dying. I think my throat got punctured by a knife. He falls to the ground and he's burbling through his death. My throat got punctured by a knife. Yep. Uh, he's desperately trying to tell Jotaro to run away because he can't possibly overcome the power of stopped time. To be fair, that's a good idea. Yep. And he's like, run Jotaro, don't go near him. You can't possibly beat him. Oh, you know, match. And Hermit Purple on his wrist is like burning away. It like turns into ash. Yeah. And, uh... He's just like, just he, stay he just, away. He just manages to cough out that it's time stop, and then he sort of collapses down. Joseph Jodoro. Yep. Joseph, Joseph, Joseph Jodoro. Deadman. So then <laughs> Jodoro just sort of starts approaching Dio and goes, hey, fuck you. And Dio's like, oh, you're approaching me, are you? Instead of running away, that's nice. Yeah. But he told you the secret of my stand. Like an exam student scrambling to finish one more question before the bell shot tolls. I don't really do exams. I don't, I don't go I don't that really, way. I don't really do similes. <laughs> That's more Joseph's thing. <laughs> I don't really do words. I'm more of a punching man. So he's like, well, come as close as you like. And Joseph starts strutting up. Jodoro starts strutting up. And he's like, hmm, hmm, maybe we can test each other. Well, no, first he goes to punch him. Jodoro goes to punch oh, yeah. Dio. And di- the world just lashes out instantly and kicks Star Platinum in the shin. And, uh, it sounds so petty when you put it like that. Yeah, and Jodoro's so, like... Yeah. At such mm. such that all of the um the cloth the fabric on his uh 
is twenty thousand yen. Well, pants. we'll get back to that in a sec. Um, okay. He get, uh, on his his school uniform trousers is mm. is burst away, and we have like this bruise there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Dio starts monologuing, and he's like, uh, "Oh, you're too slow, Jotaro. The world is the ultimate stand." Even without time stop, its speed and power far exceed that of Star Platinum. If there was any ambiguity as to what the stand was, it's time stop now. <laughs> and uh, Jotaro is all like, oh yes, I see it's the same kind of stand. It has not much range, but immense speed and powerful. And Dio's like, oh yes, but I want to see how much more powerful it is. And that's why I wanted to test you. But after that test, you, you've you been found wanting, boy. <laughs> and Jotaro says, and I think this is... Like, in the face of overwhelming evil, mm. he's sort of doubling down on being a punk. Yeah. Because one of the things you see in a lot of, like, anime and other Japanese media is where, like, the punk tricks you into walking into him and, like, ripping his pants, quote-unquote. Mm. But, and then he's like, oh, you need to pay for these. It's much more expensive than you would have thought. Yeah. And I think he's doing that here, but I also wouldn't put have put it past him to have just gotten really expensive yeah, pants when he, he went to that tailor yeah. in Pakistan or whatever. Yeah, I was thinking that. He would be like, yeah, so it actually cost me a lot more than you realise, <laughs> Can you not be a dick about this? And 20,000 yen is not a small amount. That's like, what, $2,000? I think so. Shall we look this up? Yeah, <laughs> let's. Of course, we're not going to adjust for inflation because we don't do uh, that. 20,000 yen. Man, you are having a great time with your iPad. Shush. <laughs> I can edit out these, these awkward bits. A-U-D. Oh, 228. Okay. That's not unreasonable. That's still a lot. For school pants, that's a lot. Yeah, that's ridiculous for school pants. 228 Australian dollars. Yeah, so that would be... A lot. (laughs) Sure. I mean, probably like, I don't know, 180 US? Probably. I'd pay that much for pants. I wouldn't. But I'd be annoyed if someone wanted me to pay that much for the pants that we ripped. You'd be like, excuse me, I ripped them for good reason. (laughs) To test my strength against you. Anyway, Andrea was like, a test. Is that what you call patting me? And not, not even enough to hurt, though you did rip my 20,000 yen pants. Oh, the burns. <laughs> Are you going to pay for those? Huh? Huh? Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we test each other? And they fight a bit. And it seems to me that watching this, that Jotaro is doing a bit better than Dio is for all Dio's arrogance. Because they, they, they throw some punches at each other. No one gets a firm hit in. But um, Star Platinum does, like, bloody the world's cheeks and mm. they're... And therefore Dio's a bit, and he, he's bleeding a bit. I think what it is, is because Dio has time stop, his actual stand isn't actually as fast as Jotaro's. Right. So, like, even though Jotaro can do amazing shit, Dio can stop time. Yes. Um, which is a bit insane. So, his actual physical prowess with his stand But is he not just so claimed good. the opposite. And I think that's just yeah. Dio's arrogance coming in. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So he might just be like, oh, fuck it. I'll just stop time and kill you anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so it's like, shall we compare the speed of our attack rushes? And they do lots of punches at each other and shout aura, 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 and muda, muda, muda. Or useless, useless, useless if you're so inclined. I was thinking that that might be a thing. (laughs) Yep. That's a thing. That's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. And we we get like a sepia shot of each of their faces, then a wide shot of the screen in sepia and to be continued. God damn it. Why does this show keep... So Nick... Yes. Highlights and lowlights for this episode. Everything. Everything is a highlight in this episode. There is no lowlight. I can't be... Bo- okay, actually, there is a lowlight. Um, Kakuin's little, like, backstory. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah... A bit late, perhaps? Yeah, just a touch. And uh, a bit forced when it's like, yeah, so this is why I like things. And then immediately dies. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, so I was invested in him being a loner and now he's got friends. It was like, oh, so he's going to die. Yeah. He's gonna die. Yep. Yeah. My low light, I think, is just those awful people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
But they had to eat cat. They got what they had coming. <laughs> you know? Highlight? Highlight. It is Kakuine appearing atop that radio spire or whatever it is, giving his last dramatic monologue as we hear Virtuous Pope playing in our ears one last time. And he's like, Dio, I've figured out how to stop you. He didn't, but he thinks he has. Yeah. My highlight is going to be the second time in this episode where he stops time. Wait, the second time we see his point of right, view stopping he's jumping time. off that roof. Yeah, because it perfectly illustrates everything that he's for, <laughs> whilst also being hilarious. Yeah, that's fair. That he's not an idiot because he's like, oh yeah, hum on. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'll just he's kill you anyway. Casual disregard for the mere mortals he encounters. Exactly. Where he's just like, well, I'll just kill you by not touching you. You guys can just die because you're human. And, uh, well, he's out of range, so I can't really get him right now. Yeah. I was going to come back to that, wasn't I? Oh, the uh, range issue? Yeah. I think we talked about that before the show. So here's the thing, right? There has to be some kind of cooldown period because, um, oh no, it was the range. Joseph was saying, oh, you don't have much range, otherwise you would have killed us in the mansion. Yep. Right? Now, the thing is, he can teleport? (laughs) Now, I'm not one for range and teleportation issues, right? But I don't think the teleportation is such a thing. Isn't it though? No. He just did it that one time when he For was... dramatic effect. When he was leaving after he summoned Tarkus and Bruford. But at the same time... And also, I think it's a good justification for the him not using all his vampire powers, given he doesn't have... Given they were a result of him having achieved complete mastery of his body, mm. and he is currently battling to take control of a new body. Mm, true, true. I mean, he could just suck someone's blood and be done with it. He could. Could have sucked the blood of any of those pedestrians. Yeah. Or Wilson Phillips. Do you reckon next episode he's going to go, haha, I could suck the blood of Joseph. Or I could suck the blood of these plebs. Or I could suck the blood of Jotaro, thereby delaying it even further. (laughs) Oh, dear. Do you reckon he just, like, goes in and goes, now I'm going to... I know. Oh. Well, he just, like, goes in, goes to suck his blood, and then Jotaro's like, what? What are you doing? You're trying to suck my blood. You'll never believe it, but I'm going to stop you. And then just... <laughs> you'll, you'll, never, you'll never believe it, but I've been a robot this whole time. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, that makes sense. I just love, like, his, like, fingers are stuck in his neck, right? And then Jodoro goes, hmm, shame that my stand allows perfect bodily control. And then the neck starts going over the fingers I and thought you were going to say he flexed his buff neck muscles and broke <laughs> his fingers. <laughs> and then Deer's like, what? That's impossible. Anyway, um... um yeah. So, Nick. Yeah. Had a bit of attrition this week. Uh, Kakuin's dead. fucking ever? Joseph's in a bad way. Uh, no, he's fucking dead. Yeah, he's probably dead. He's probably uh, dead. <laughs> we didn't get texts informing us he had died, though. Ooh, that's true. But he's got a knife in his throat. He's, yeah, he's pretty fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and at last... Jodo and Dio. Face to face. Punching. Yeah. What's going to happen next time on Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 3 Status Crusaders Season 2 Battle in Egypt in the episode entitled Dio's World Part 3. Oh, man, it just keeps going. Uh, okay, is this the last episode, or is there one more after it? You're not going to tell me. I'm not going to tell you. Fuck. Shit. Because it doesn't feel like the next episode will be the last one, if you know what I mean. Because Polnareff hasn't even showed up. That's true. He hasn't completed his full arc yet. Hasn't he? Well, more or less. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. I wonder. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. Well, I reckon what's going to happen is Dio will get... I'm thinking... So... Jodoro now knows it's time stop. Yep. But he's still going in to punch him a lot. Yep. Which means that Jodoro... When you've got a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Yeah. So Jodoro must have some idea regarding, oh, well, if he stops time, this is what I'll do. But has he really thought through he can just immediately kill him? I don't know. I don't know. I reckon what will happen is Polnareff is going to show up and immediately shoot his sword. 
Right. And so Dio won't just like flick it away, but he'll instead he'll time stop. And then we'll get a lovely countdown sequence of like, I have five seconds. And then he'll like run over to someone and be like, well, I'll just put this body here uh, in the way of Polnareff's thing. What if he puts Polnareff in the way of Polnareff's thing? Well, it's not the first time. (laughs) Uh, Shit, I don't know. Maybe he just won't time stop. Maybe he's that arrogant. Oh, he'll save it until like they get him on the ropes. Exactly. Because there must be some kind of cooldown-y thing. So he can't keep doing it. Otherwise... He would have murdered everyone really <laughs> easily. But, hmm. Hmm. Because I'm thinking, otherwise, why wouldn't he just have time stopped while doing the Aura Aura Nick, stuff? this is Megan? the prediction segment, not the <sighs> review segment. But it's part of the prediction. Uh, okay, okay. Here's what's going to happen. Polnareff's going to show up, and then he'll run into Jotaro, and Jotaro will be like, hey, be careful, it's... And then Dio will freeze time. Dio will then go, hmm, who do I want to kill first? I think I want to kill Polnareff. So he'll run over to Polnareff, and he'll just, like, break off his jaw. He'll be like... Oh, my gosh! Yeah, he'll be like, I don't want him to die yet, but I want him to watch as his best friend dies, just like his sister, because I know all about that shit. And it'll be, <laughs> it'll be like a horrific, like, oh, my God, you are such an asshole moment. Uh, and then time will unfreeze. Jotaro will super speed punch him. Dio will be slammed back into the horde of people and be like, Haha, you fool! I'm going to suck all their blood now and get super powerful. And then Jotaro will be like, I don't actually care. <laughs> run up and then just start beating down on him. Okay. But I don't know how he can beat Time Stop. Well, we'll come back to that yeah. next week. Yeah, okay. All right. Either that or Jotaro's like, oh yeah, I knew it was Time Stop the whole time. Uh, I can actually move through time That's why I brought well. this time gun. Yeah, it'll be like, hey, I can actually move through time. I forgot to neglect it this entire time, but I can move <laughs> through time. <laughs> Something really dumb like that. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. All right. I think that brings us to the end of our show. Shit. This fucking app, man. Uh, if you want to correspond with us about uh, Nick's crazy predictions, uh, tweet us at Jojo's Podcast or uh, email us at Jojo's Podcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us in any way, leave us a review well, on iTunes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, five star reviews go a long way. Yep. Or tell a friend. Do that. Yeah. If or you... if you would prefer to financially support us, patreon.com slash Jojo's World is your destination of choice. Until next time. To be continued. continued.